I walked into university on my first day and I made a large friendship group within my first three hours of being there. And I had the time of my life for the next three years. And when it came to graduating, I left university with a first class degree, a job, a side hustle, money saved up and a good amount of experience on my resume. This is how you conquer university. Now, because this video is built like a very comprehensive overall guide to every aspect of university, feel free to skip to whatever chapter is relevant for you. If you're really only here for the study tips, then I have an entirely different video on my channel that is committed just to teaching you how to score a first class mark in your university essays, and that is linked in the description. Don't forget to check out my Instagram, my TikTok, and my podcast for more advice whenever you need it. It's all linked in the description. And a quick note, today's video has kindly been sponsored by BetterHelp, but we'll talk about them later. For now, let's get right into it. Chapter number one, university mindset and confidence. I'm starting out with this because if you don't master your mindset before you go to uni, your entire experience is going to be gone. Just like that. Absolute trash. So step number one before you even go to university is to decide who you're going to be and to channel that alter ego energy. For example, all throughout my life, I was extremely shy and socially awkward and I couldn't make friends. When I went to university, I decided I wanted to be an entirely different version of myself. I wanted to be confident, extroverted, the life of the party. And so I created an alter ego. How do you actually do this? You're gonna get really clear in your head about who you wanna be and then you're gonna to pretend to have those characteristics until you can naturally embody them on a day-to-day -day basis. People always ask, how can I be confident? How can I go up and talk to people and make friends? You can't until you try and I don't care how uncomfortable it feels and even if you're screaming on the inside from awkwardness you're going to force yourself to do it because once you keep exposing yourself to that practice you'll become numb to it this links into step number two you need to realize that things aren't going to come to you in university how they might have in school people can get real unlucky real fast when they start university and this is why it's so important to take your life and your future into your own hands and go out and make the first move in every single area talking to your teachers studying taking control of your timetable and then making friends and going to events. Confidence is everything and I don't care who you were in school or who you even were yesterday. No one knows you here so you can be whoever you want to be. The best way to implement this step is to do what I did and just take initiative to plan every single event. On my very first day of university I knocked on everyone's flat door in my building and I invited them over to my flat and said that I was hosting a party. I was so scared and it was so awkward for the first 20 minutes but they became my friendship group for the rest of the year. You know why? Because everybody else is shy and uncomfortable and insecure and worrying about about how they come across. So if you take it in your hands to get a bunch of people in the same room so they can socialize with each other, they might not say thank you, but trust me, they're gonna be so grateful. Essentially, be the leader of your friendship group, of organizing parties, of saying this is the day that we're gonna go to the club. Tip number three, your discipline is everything and your motivation is seriously gonna be lacking in university. Listen, the transition from high school to university is shocking, okay? Everything gets easier. Yeah, that's right easier you might not think so but all of a sudden you have all of this freedom you have all of this spare time you don't have to turn up to class if you don't want to your teachers aren't going to be on your case you're so far away from your parents you can slack off all you want as soon as you get to university and all of this excitement is in front of you a lot of people tend to forget that they're actually here to get their higher education and further their future career how do you avoid this set a routine 
and try your hardest to stick to it day by day. Now, don't go too hard on yourself in your first few months of uni. You're adjusting, you're trying to meet people, you're trying to create a new life for yourself. But I would say, especially for your last two years of uni, make sure you have that routine, make sure you're factoring in your exercise, make sure you know, okay, on these days, I'm gonna study in the library, this is when I'm go gonna go to class, these are the days I'm gonna work my part-time job, this is my spare time windows where I can start looking into extracurriculars or setting up a side hustle so I can further my career. In my last six months of university, when all of my final exams were coming up and I was busier than ever, I wasn't motivated, I was tired AF. But do you know where my discipline got me? By forcing myself to be disciplined and getting up every morning, I managed to go to the gym at 5 a.m. every morning and then I would start getting ready to go to work and then at 8 a.m. I would start my part-time job. I'd finish my part-time job at 2 p.m. I'd come home, I'd do content creation to grow my social media for two hours. Right after those two hours, I would walk to campus, go to the library, work there till seven, come home, have dinner, read a book, do something to recharge, go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again. Was it hard? Yes. Did I want to do it? Absolutely no. But am I so so damn grateful every day that I force myself to just sit with some discomfort for a little while. And this is the problem. Everyone expects everything to be easy and they're like, oh, this is hard, but now I feel stressed and I don't have enough time. I'm sorry, but that is what university is like. It is not a walk in the park when you're trying to be an overachiever. Tip four, you will make a mistake and you will surprise yourself and do something out of character. And that is completely okay and normal and a part of your university experience. When I started university, my priorities were so wrong. I did some real out of character things and I still look back to this day and I'm honestly shocked at how wild I was. But you know what, that's okay. Like you gotta be gentle with yourself. This is a very transformative experience and it's like nothing that you would have experienced ever before. This part of your academic career is weirdly built in a way where you can have a lot of fun at the same time and you gotta take advantage of that. Just always remember that you're trying your best and no one expects you to know the answer to everything all of the time and make the correct decision all of the time. You are growing into your adult self and mistakes are the best way to learn and grow into the next version of yourself. Tip number five, socialize with confidence. I used to be so nervous at approaching people and like saying hi to whoever I was sitting in lectures because you think everyone's going to be super social but a lot of the time they're not and I would kind of hesitate because I'd fear what they would think of me but the thing is nobody knows you and while you are projecting all of your own insecurities and self-doubts on them thinking oh they're going to think I'm so desperate or weird they know nothing about you. In fact, they could be sitting there in silence, absolutely intimidated by you. They could be sitting there hoping that you'll say hi. You don't know that, so it's in your best interest to just make the move regardless. Tip number six, chasing male validation. Oh, a very, very big pit I fell into in my first year of university. And it's because I hadn't found myself yet. I was recovering from a breakup and refusing to actually heal from it and instead just be in denial and focus on temporary pleasures like shamelessly flirting, going on a bunch of first dates and being in loads of talking stages with guys. Compared to my last year of university, where by that point I had started solo dating, I had done my self-love journey, I had worked on my confidence, I had realized that I was an amazing person, that I was a catch to be with, and that I had to set super high standards, and that boys don't bring a lot to the table. So until I find a man who's gonna be completely and utterly obsessed with me, ready to offer me a healthy relationship and give me the most because I already give myself everything, I am okay to be single, focus on my studies, focus on making money and focus on my career. If you can master that mindset in your first year of university, 
you are golden. And the last tip for this chapter is to focus on your mental health. Like I said at the beginning, if you don't master your mindset for university, everything is going to crumble. It's essentially your foundation to your everyday experience. The number one most beneficial resource to help you efficiently improve your mental health is to go to therapy. But as a university student, where are you going to get the money to do that, right? It's expensive. Well, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is basically virtual therapy for a fraction of the cost. I wish I knew this platform existed when I was in university because I remember going through such a dark time struggling with friendship problems and my mental health to the point where I was literally googling some sort of therapy resource that my university was offering and then not being able to find anything. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy as accessible as possible. BetterHelp is a platform that will make finding a therapist much easier because it's it's online, it's remote, and all you have to do is fill out a form, writing out what your concerns are, what your needs are, and then BetterHelp can match you to a credentialed therapist in as little as a few days who is suited to your needs. So regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or you're just a human who's struggling to cope on a day-to-day -day basis, therapy can give you the right tools to approach life in a very different way. It's super easy to get signed up and match with a therapist. There's a link below in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash tamcore. And not only does that link help support this channel, but it gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Chapter number two, friends, boys, and so much drama. Listen, despite the tea I am about to spill in this chapter, you can find a few like-minded individuals who are going to be your long-lasting friends. You just have to know where to look. You know, if you want to be an overachiever and get the most out of university, then you want to find friends who care about their future, who look after their diet, who want to go out and exercise, who want to do high vibrational activities. They go out and they party and they have fun, but they know their worth and they don't get caught up in chasing attention. In order to attract these types of high value friends, you have to be them. And in order to be them, you need to fall in energetic alignment with who you want to attract. This comes with working on yourself, your standards and knowing who is actually worth your time. And then after that, always make the first move. One day I was in a lecture, I turned around to say hi to this guy next to me and we stayed friends for the next three years. He was a business owner all throughout uni, super successful, extremely nice. And we would go out and we would talk about our goals and our future. And I couldn't do that with anybody else at uni. And all it took was me saying hi to a stranger in class, not knowing where it would lead to. Okay, so now let's talk about friendships. I made a lot of friends in my very first week of uni because I knew how to be likable. And here's my formula. One, be nice to everyone. Don't spread gossip. Don't engage in drama. Don't try to have any problems surrounding you, okay? Because you will get a reputation very fast. Two, be be easy going in the beginning. Make sure you're turning up to the social events and the parties. Three, plan social events yourself. I would be the person that's like, everyone can have pre-drinks at my apartment, then we're gonna go to this club, this time, whatever. And everyone shows up because they're too lazy to do it themselves and they also wanna socialize. And then lastly, always be a shoulder to lean on. Anytime anyone was struggling, I would always see them one-on-one -on -one, and then we would talk about it or I'd give them advice. But also I was very big on deep conversations. So I knew a lot about each person in my friendship group, like one-on-one, -on -one. then all of us knew about each other collectively. And that's because I knew what to talk about. I think I'm just naturally lucky here because I really hate small talk. Even in a big group setting, I'd be like, oh, who's most likely to do this or that or whatever to fully understand who people were and what their likes and dislikes were, what their family life was like. And this wasn't because of my own benefit or because I was nosy. It was so I could fully understand every single person in my friendship group. At the end of the day, people love to talk about themselves. The more questions you ask, the more they'll probably like you. Ah, and then when it comes to boys, Hakkot culture is literally so dumb. As a woman, what are you getting from a man that you can't get from a vibrator? Seriously. 
Seriously though, hookup culture brings you zero benefit. You're not in your feminine energy when you engage in it. You're giving away all of your power. You're getting emotionally attached to this man and you're literally allowing full access to yourself to someone who hasn't put in the time and effort to earn you. Just because it's normalized in university and everyone you know is doing it doesn't mean that you should do it. Half the time, men can't even do the deed properly. And the other half of the time, they're using you for it, they'll ghost you the next day, or they're doing it with four other girls at the same time as you. Hookup culture was designed to only benefit men. Think about all of the other useful things you could be doing in your free time to further yourself, your friends, your experiences, your memories, than doing this. At the end of the day, it's up to you. That's just my opinion. Okay, now onto drama. If you thought it was finished in high school, you're very wrong. Now it's super difficult to avoid drama in university because you have to prioritize talking to as many people as you can to find the right friendship group for you. You're not gonna find it the first time round. So the easiest way to get around this problem is don't trust everyone right away. Make sure you're being social, you're talking to everyone, you're being nice, no matter what is going on. But remember, everyone gossips, so don't get caught up in people's first impressions. As long as you make it a habit to not tell anyone things you don't mind the entire campus knowing, you'll be fine. Now that's one way to go about the friendship and drama problem, especially when you first start uni, you don't know anyone, you do kind of need to just throw yourself into the social aspect. But let's say your second year, third year, like I was, a different way to approach this problem is to only surround yourself by high value friends. My experience in my first year versus my last year of uni were very different because in my last year, I didn't mind being alone. I had extremely high friendship standards and I set boundaries with people. If someone was gossiping about somebody else in front of me, I don't care, not speaking to you again. I don't need that energy in my life. If your values don't match mine and you're out here prioritizing drugs and chasing boys and slacking off on all of your uni work, I don't wanna be associated with you. And as a result, I found a nice tight-knit group of people that I actually got along with and loved to talk to, but also my academic results flow. The only downside to that second way of dealing with things is you're not going to have the huge friendship group. And that leads me on to my next point. Don't be fooled by the big friendship groups you're seeing everyone else have. They are often the messiest. And I know this because I was in a few big friendship groups and oh my God, everyone talks about each other. No one really likes each other. From the outside point of view, it looks like they all love each other and they're a big happy family and they get along. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I also know this because I had friends in other universities who were also in big friendship groups and they would come to me and tell me the drama they were experiencing at universities miles away from mine. There is nothing to be envious of, trust me, okay? I knew people who had one or two friends and had the best, healthiest relationship with them. They went through university, they would travel together and all of that and they weren't concerned about popularity. Honestly, I think that's a great way to go about things. Now, let me spill the tea on the dating situation at uni. Now, there are some people that end up getting into relationships and it's all cute and whatever, but 90% of people, it is just one big love island. Everyone's after each other, everyone's chasing validation, everyone loves the one night stands, and it's situationship central, okay? No one's out here trying to commit for the most part. You are barely an adult yet. You have the rest of your life to go out and date and get into a relationship. Take it from me, I was in three relationships during the course of uni. It was a complete waste of my time. Boys in uni are not that different from boys in high school, okay? And I was a first year dating a third year, okay? He was older than me and he still didn't have his ish together. None of these guys do and this is why it's best to wait until you're out in the real working world where guys have finally grown up and matured a bit and they actually can offer you something. And if you are meant to have that experience, it will come to you. Please don't go out looking for it. Chapter three, setting up your lifestyle. Let's talk about budgeting, alcohol, partying, and boredom. Step number one, this is how you survive clubbing. Listen, things can go from zero to 100 real quick. Not only me, but every 
everyone else I know has at least five traumatic experiences from a night out in a club in university. Being responsible in these situations will get you so much further and you can still have a fun time. As soon as you learn your alcoholic limit, never go above that. Don't try and seem cool. Don't try and be the life of the party and be like, oh yeah, well this person bought me a round of shots so I'm gonna drink it. Don't drink it. But I would also say having a few good guys in your friendship group is super helpful. I know so many times where guys were coming up to me to try and flirt with me in the club and my guy friends would literally protect me. It was a lifesaver. And then linking back to being responsible, if you are just a little bit tipsy and you still have your wits about you, you get to control how your night goes. I remember being in my very first year of uni. I'd been a big friendship group, right? I was dancing in a circle, I was jamming out, having a great time, and I could see everything from everywhere. A couple of times I'd be dancing and a guy would make eye contact with me and then he would take a step towards me and I'd be dancing, I'd be like, I wouldn't even say anything. I would just shake my finger at him and these guys would be so embarrassed. They would just do a U-turn and leave. Another step to surviving clubbing is don't eat fast food after every night out. This is also so normalized and it hits you so fast. This leads me up to step two. If you are not a drinker, you'll be absolutely fine. I know a lot of people who went to university struggling, thinking, oh my God, how am I gonna make friends if I don't drink? And that's such a big part of the uni culture it is. I had three people in my big friendship group who didn't drink and didn't drink all throughout university they were still so integrated in our friendship group they went to every single night out we went on they had the best time they made friends with other people it will not hold you back people liking you is based more on your personality and the energy you can bring to a night out as opposed to how much alcohol you can drink the next step is your sleep schedule. Unfortunately, university is not the time for you to be having the best sleep schedule. You can try, you can try, but it took me a very long time to do it because everything just happens at night and you don't want to miss out on it so you can get the most out of your experience. You know, I would be in my bedroom studying at 10 p.m. I'd get a call from my friend, be ready in 30 minutes, now we're going to the club. Then you get back home at like 4 or 5 a.m. and then you're going to wake up late and it's fine. But just as long as you're getting eight hours every night and not oversleeping and then managing your time effectively when you are awake with, okay, I went on a night out last night, let me hit the library first thing in the morning, and obviously don't over drink so then you can actually use the next day effectively. The next step to up leveling your lifestyle in university is your self-care routine. Don't lack on this, okay? Because doing exercise at least like three times a week or just making sure you walk everywhere, it's as simple as that, it's gonna help you release all of these happy chemicals in your body. It is so easy to feel lonely and sad and fall into a rut when you're in university, but then you have to take a step back and hold yourself accountable and think, okay, when was the last time I got up and I moved my body for a prolonged period? When was the last time I ate food that wasn't processed? If you don't check yourself by doing something healthy in the day, you're gonna go downhill super fast. A lot of people say that their main struggle in university is that they're bored, they have nothing to do, they're alone all of the time. And I'm trying to say, you should take advantage of this. I had the same experience, especially in my third year of university, but I was really picky about who my friends were gonna be. I spent a lot of time alone. And when I wasn't studying, I made the most of it. I'm like, I'm living in a different city. Let me go out and explore. Let me take myself on a Day. I used to go to the movie on my own all the time and I would have a blast. If you are living out alone, you have everything at your fingertips, okay? You have to remember when you wanted what you currently have, okay? Remember when you were living in your boring hometown with your parents and you barely had any freedom and now you're complaining you don't have anyone to do anything with? Go out and experience the world yourself. Even if you're alone in your bedroom with just you and your laptop, 
that was me in 2020 in my first year of university. I started this YouTube channel I'm on right now. And that was my full-time job after university. And then the last step for this chapter, let's talk about budgeting. So my first step for this is to have a grocery list paired with a meal plan. Doing a food shop nowadays is very expensive and you don't wanna be wasting anything. You wanna be super efficient. So I would have in my notes app, what are my lunches? What are my dinners? I'd keep it super simple and I'd even keep it repetitive. And then I would go to my local grocery store and I would just buy the things that I was gonna eat and by the end of the week, I didn't even have any excess. I literally never did any Uber Eats at university. That eats up all of your money unnecessarily, okay? Because of my meal plan, I never had to order out. Unfortunately, I never went shopping, okay? I rarely bought the new nice makeup or buying myself new clothes and shopping online because it was a luxury I couldn't afford back then. I never got my nails done. I painted them every single week. The thing with union budgeting is you gotta cut corners in every place. And the way to do this is to figure out what your non-negotiables were. I knew every week what I had to spend my money on in order to have a good time that was doing a food shop so that I could survive and two spending money on buying tickets to the club because that was the main social event it's what I enjoyed to do and it's where all of my friends were heading that meant that I could get out of the house and have a fun time it wasn't too expensive I got to socialize with everyone and I was having a typical unique experience easy peasy. I didn't really spend money on anything else. People would buy 50 pound bottles of alcohol. I would go and buy the cheapest 15 bottle that I could find. It had the same effect. You got to get it in your head. You're a uni student. Okay. You can't live your bougie life just yet. And that's okay because one day you will graduate and you will make it and you'll experience all of the luxuries life has to offer. Okay. But there is nothing luxurious about being in uni and trying to impress others and flashing money you don't have. And then ending up in a situation where you're so broke, you have to borrow money from people. You can't even travel home to see your parents and you're barely even eating. And chapter four, pro study tips to get a first class and everything else you can do to get ahead in university when it comes to career and postgraduate and getting experience. Step number one, the overachievers organization guide because we don't settle for less around here. So every single module that you are gonna study, you're gonna look it up on your university website and you're gonna read up on how the work is split up and then how the work is examined. This is so that you can understand every single module inside and out so you know how to prep and study for it. For example, if you found out, oh, this module is marked by exams then you need to start marking days in your calendar for the next few months of oh once a week I need to reread my notes I've made so far on that module so that slowly over time you are constantly revisiting the information you've learned so when it comes to the exam you already understand and have kind of memorized everything whereas for another module you're like oh I have zero exams for this only an essay that means I can miss a few lectures here and there and I can work smarter instead of harder I can get away with doing less by just focusing on building my essay structure by studying the mark schemes instead and all of the past papers and examiner reports so I know how to write a first class essay and then because you're working smarter and not harder in your spare time you're going to volunteer you're going to get a job or a side hustle or join a society so that you can pad out your resume with as much experience as possible to set yourself up for an easygoing postgraduate life Basically, everything I've just said is the process whereby at the start of the year, you understand your degree fully so that you understand how to put in the bare minimum effort and get the maximum results out of it. I saw too many people in my university experience burn themselves out so much. They never came with us on nights out. They were in the library every single day, studying, going to sleep, waking up, studying again. They had no fun in university. I was partying four times a week, every single week in my first year of university. I was slacking off in my second year and I still graduated with a first class degree. 
Everyone wants to know how you master the balance between social and academic in university and truly it's from the prep you put in to understand what is the most efficient way to work so that I can actually free up this time that I would have wasted otherwise trying to work too hard when I could have gotten the same results either way. Step number two, you are who you surround yourself with. My biggest tip like this saved me and changed my uni results so much was always working in a cafe or in the library. I could not work in my uni bedroom. I would procrastinate I'd always find other things to do and I simply couldn't focus. When you're at a place especially like your campus library and you'll see all of these other students with their head in their laptop just working, working, working. <gasps> It puts so much pressure on you. I remember sitting there and I was starting to slack off in the library and all it took was just lifting my head and I'd be like, oh, okay. And especially if you're friends with a bunch of party animals, that behavior is normalized to you. And then when you're sat in your bedroom working alone, you think you're doing good when really there are people in the library going 10 times harder than you. Make sure you put yourself in the right environment so that you can get inspired and more motivated. Step number three, mastering time management. My favorite tool for this is my Apple Calendar. I just went on my laptop and I used the calendar app that's already on there and you basically color coordinate everything. So all of my lectures would be one color, all of my extracurricular activities would be one, my side hustle, my job, etc. So then just by looking at it, I could see where I was putting the most time and what could use some more time being put into it. If you don't use any Apple devices, then Google, calendar also does the exact same thing so it was my ritual every single Sunday to look at the week ahead and plan everything in advance I also make sure that pretty much every hour was accounted for even lunch breaks dinner breaks just so I knew that I was using my time efficiently even my social activities I'd have like okay this weekend is blocked out because I'm seeing a friend for dinner the next day I need to you know put this work task in there or I need to change my shifts at work etc I also just want to say don't stress yourself out trying to think how am I going to make this possible because everything is possible okay if I could go to the gym at 5am, work a job, work on my social media, go to the library to study and then still have the evening free to FaceTime a friend or go out or relax, you can too. It's all about efficiency. I only worked my part-time job three days a week and my volunteering job was at home, okay? I was choosing things that were easier but were still going to get me the same results. Even though I only worked 18 hours a week at my job, it was still going to look the same on my resume that I, I learned the same skills. Yes, I put less time into it, but so what? My volunteering job, I did it at home from the comfort of my own bed. I was a social media manager for my university library. Same skills were listed, even though I didn't have to go into a place and put in hard labor. You have to plan for these things in advance. On top of that, the job I worked linked into the field that I wanted to go into, which was marketing, okay? I worked at a jewelry company. Don't take a random job just because it's easy and you get money out of it, like being the Starbucks barista on your campus. Where was I gonna get you? My plan at the time, because I thought I wanted to go into a marketing corporate job was, okay, I need a part-time job. This is a part-time job that a future employee would like and would look good on my CV. Now I need volunteering. I was a social media manager. It links in that I need a side hustle. Let me grow my own socials. And it all links in to form a resume that has cohesion. It's all about building the specific skill set that your future employer wants you to have. Another great tip is literally once again from the comfort of my own bed, I would do these, they were like Google certifications. So I would get qualified in certain programs. I'd get qualified in digital marketing and you literally study for these exams. You can do it over, over the course of a few days, these online free courses and then have these certificates and add it to your LinkedIn profile and instantly you're way more attractive to employees. You can't just get a good result in uni and maybe have a job 
and stop at that, okay? You need to put as much as you can in. I would also recommend from early on going on LinkedIn, looking at job descriptions in fields that you're thinking of being in and then looking at the um, skills that they wanna have. And then on LinkedIn, you can do exams to qualify yourself in things like Microsoft Excel or certain skills and then padding out your LinkedIn profile by saying I've completed these exams and I have these certificates. Super easy, you can do it every weekend from your uni bedroom. And then when it comes to perfecting your essay strategy, I have an entire video on my YouTube channel committed to this, so I'm not even gonna waste your time right now. It's linked in the description and that goes into full detail. And lastly, chapter number five, the homework chapter. If you're new here, we have a homework chapter at the end of every video. So you make sure you're actually implementing the advice that you're learning. Let's go. Number one, plan out your alter ego. If you are lucky enough that you're watching this video early, where you have not started uni, I want you to get out your notes app, I want you to write down who is your new uni self, okay? What does she look like? What does she do? How does she dress? What does she do on the weekends? What is her studying routine? Essentially, design your life and then manifest that ish. And then when you start uni, you're gonna fake it till you make it and you're gonna pretend to be that person and I promise you, after like a week, you'll forget who you even were before. Step number two, once you're at uni and you've started your classes and you have your schedule, you're gonna set up that Google Calendar or that Apple Calendar color coordination to make sure you're planning your week consistently every single week to make sure you're being efficient. Step number three, you're gonna go through all of your modules and you're gonna understand them, which ones are going to be marked by exams, which by essays, and then prep accordingly, okay? Watch my video on essay structure so you can get a first class in that, and then put in events in your calendar over the next few weeks for a year of on these days every week, I'm going to study that module again. The next homework task is make sure that you join a society, a club, some sort of volunteering opportunity at your university ASAP. It might be boring, you might not wanna do it. I don't wanna do it, but it's gonna look good in your CV, so you gotta bite the bullet sometimes and just go for it. After this, go back to your calendar and create a routine. Which days are you gonna study from the library, okay? Figure out where your nearest cafes are, what time do they close, how far are they from each other? Do they have plugs to be able to charge your laptop? I knew every single cafe within my vicinity of where I lived in university. When one closed, I'd go to the next one, which was then open till 10 p.m. It was super efficient. The last homework task is to research your future career field and then work accordingly. Choose your job accordingly, choose your clubs accordingly, um, do online courses and exams and get certified accordingly. You don't have to know this 100%, you're still young, but if you have a rough idea of a few little career fields you wanna go into, start getting experience ASAP because your future self will thank you. And that brings us to the end of the video. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you give it a thumbs up and subscribe because I push out advice videos every single week. Make sure you check out my TikTok for more advice videos every single day. And comment down below, let me know how you're feeling about university. If you've already started, have these tips helped you? I would love to know so that I can keep making my future videos better. Thanks so much for watching. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.